Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973. And now your host, me, Shane Lakita. Good morning, folks. I'm hoping that your past weekend went really well. You know, it, it, it's interesting because we, uh, we, we're we just coming fresh off of Father's Day, right? So usually that means we're getting into summertime. So June time frame comes around. We're kicking into summertime temperatures, barbecues, all that good stuff. So I, it, it's usually a really good sign for everybody. And I know that sometimes whenever people go through all of the social media platforms and we talk about Father's Day and, and this weekend, which was Father's Day, which was my... A, a really a great day for us because not only does Father's Day fall on fell on this last Sunday, but it also is my son's birthday, who turned fourteen this this year, and is heading into high school. So he's growing up really fast. So it was really great. We were able to go out to have dinner together and everything else. But you know, we we put out all over social media on these different holidays that people come across, whether it's Mother's Day, whether it's Father's Day, whatever day that it is, or even Valentine's Day, or whatever it is. And we send out all these wishes, and we um, send out Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. And, you know, I just wanted to go ahead and say something really quick before we start the, the meat and potatoes of this podcast. One of the things I wanted to share is is that some families don't have dads, right? Some families, dads might have left when you were younger. Maybe you lost your father. Maybe all the different situations that might have arisen. And maybe there's moms that had to play the, the, the role of dad. Or maybe there's uncles or grandparents that had to play that role of the father figure in the household. No matter who that is, no matter where that is, you know, we thank you for doing what you do. And the person that stepped up in anybody's family or, or, or different situations that have arisen to rise up and be the father figure of whatever situation might have happened, those folks always inspire me even more than your regular, everyday, ordinary Joe dad. <laughs> Those are the people that took on responsibility, stepped up beyond what the, the the normal scope of their own lives or their own situations or whatever had happened, and these people stepped into the father figure type of role. I, so last night I was watching reality TV again. I was watching America's Got Talent last night, and so there was a situation at the very end of the show, and they usually save all their golden buzzer moments, the mo- moment that they that they say their really inspirational stories right until the very end, and they had this children's choir from Detroit up there. Now, all these kids that were up there come from all different walks of life, different backgrounds, different everything. They've been through a lot of stuff. They've been through tough situations where maybe they don't eat every day. Maybe they're malnourished. Maybe they come from the streets. Maybe there are situations where there's drugs in the household, whatever it is that, that, that goes on. And there was this one guy who was the choir director that, that of these 100 kids or whatever. Maybe I, I, I can't even tell you the exact number of kids that were there. But all these kids were up there. And they went through this whole singing thing, and they 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 incorporated some dance in there, some rap music, some some chorus, some all kinds of great stuff, and some of the popular tunes that are out nowadays. And this director that was there was a father figure to each one of these children. And Terry Crews, who's I don't know if you know who that actor is, he's this big tall guy that was um, built like a brick house. <laughs> he used to play football. He's on uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, I think, or, or I think is one of the comedy shows that he's on. 
And so he stepped up and he wanted to give the golden buzzer to this group because he looked at that choir director and he said, you are an, you are an amazing person from being an impact on these children's lives. And it was such an emotional moment. If you get a chance to see it, you know, rewind it, go take a look at it, maybe take a look on YouTube. Even if you don't watch the show, it's a really feel-good moment because these kids are are being raised pretty much by this guy that's a father figure in their life to be able to give focus and direction and structure and and some strictness and different things to keep these kids on the right path, getting good grades and staying away from drugs and streets and gangs and everything else. So what an amazing story that was. So, so to tie it back to what I was originally saying, to all those dads or those father figures that weren't necessarily your biological father but stepped up in those moments and to all those moms that became the dads and all those things, I thank you for raising your kids the right way. And, you know, here's the thing. At the end of the day, nobody said it was going to be easy. Nobody said life was going to be a perfect cookie-cutter situation wherever we're at. You stepped your game up. You're where you're at. You've raised kids. You've done your best. No matter what situation has come around, no matter what the situation is on the back end, you've done your absolute best to be able to be that figure in their lives to make them, to give them love and and some nourishment of the heart for them to be able to go out and do the right thing. So thank you so much. Happy Father's Day to all of you also. I know we're a few days past it now, but still, at the end of the day, what 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 better way to spread some positivity with a little Happy Father's Day situation going on around there? Okay, so I'm going to get right into the meat and potatoes of this podcast right here, and we're going to talk a lot about taking chances and making sure that you don't wait around for things to come to you, okay? We're going to get this thing started. Okay, I hope you're feeling that music just as much as I am today. I, I, I kind of need it on a Wednesday as I'm hitting the midway point of the week and trying to be able to go make great things happen. So good thing we got the music going. We got the, the rhythms going. I opened it up with a good happy Father's Day to every single person that's a father figure in the world out there that's doing really great things and working really hard. And now we're going to get right into this podcast here. So I'll tell you a little bit of a story of, of why I'm going over the topic that I'm going over. So yesterday I was having a conversation with my son and he's 14 years old. He's going to football. He's starting to train. He's starting to go through some weightlifting, go through some exercising, some strength exercises, preparing for high school football. And this is the first session that he went to. And I, I looked at my son before he left and, you know, this is protective dad of me. This is me looking at him going, okay, hey, listen, I know you're going to do your best and I know you're going to be able to fight for it. And I know you're, you know, you've always had that uphill climb. He's a shorter guy. He does, he doesn't have the huge build that most football players do. You know, he doesn't have the absolute utmost speed, but he's quick. He's quick enough that he's out there and he makes things happen and he's a hard worker and all that stuff. And so what I said to him was, this is the, really the first time that he'd gone through a session where they were going to do some weightlifting and they were going to really start to grind them out and work the kids out and really start to build some of that stamina over the summer. And, and when football time comes around, they'll be ready and they'll be good to go when they get to their two-a-days and late in the summer and all those things. So, you know, I'm being protective dad and I say to him, I say, hey, listen, I say, kiddo, 
you know, take it easy today. You know, listen to your coaches, listen to the the tips and feedback that they're going to give. But I don't want you to go too hard today because I want you to think to yourself, you know, I don't want you to be too ill tomorrow. You've never really done any hardcore weightlifting or any kind of strength exercising like that. So this is your first time in it, and it could be a bad situation tomorrow when you're thinking to yourself, Here's where I'm at. This is what I'm going with, and and I'm hurting, or I'm ill, or, or I don't really feel good, or whatever. Those kind of things happen, and what happens, like in our journeys, as we all know, as you're listening to me on this podcast, if we overdo it sometimes, the next day, we're ill. Now, I know he's 14, and I know he can bounce back pretty quick, but I was being a protective dad, and I was able to have that conversation with him, and so he heard me, and he said, okay, got it, good to go. So then he gets in the car and, you know, mom's taking him over to school. She's doing her thing. And, and he looks at mom. And oh, it was actually after the practice had happened, after the session had gone down. He had said to her, you know, I uh, I heard dad. I heard him say those say the things that he wanted me to do and take it easy. But I also didn't want to not impress my coaches. I also didn't want to not go for it because I've always heard him say, go for whatever it is that you want to go for. And this is a dream of mine. This is something I want to do. I want to get bigger. I want to get stronger. I want to play football. And so this is the dream that I want to go after. And so I'm sitting there thinking to myself, after she tells me this in this conversation that she has with my 14-year-old kid, I'm thinking to myself, well, why did I try to limit him? What, what was the reason that I tried to limit his potential and trying to go for the things that he wants to go for? Yes, I'm being protective. Yes, I'm being somebody that wants to make sure that he's okay and all those things. And I get that. And that's part of a parent. That's part of the release of parenting as they get older. You have to let that go sometimes of them to find out the things that they want to be able to accomplish. But why did I limit him? Why did I try to hold him back from achieving the great things that he deserves to achieve. What was the reason why I said it? Well, again, like I said, I was being protective, but then I started to tie that back to, why do I do that to myself sometimes? You know, my kid wants to achieve something. He wants to go out there and accomplish really great things, wants to go out there and accomplish things that he hadn't accomplished before, experience new things, step out of his comfort zone, go and do things that he hadn't done, experience things with his friends, have that camaraderie with his fellow buddies that are just coming up through middle school to get into high school together as a bonding experience for them to go do it and make that happen. And here I am telling him, no, you know, just be careful and slow it down and take it easy. Now, some of that also has to do with the fact that he's 14 and he goes all in and he pretty much skins his knee or falls on his face sometimes. And pretty much I look at it and go, okay, so I have to protect him. But at the end of the day, stop limiting people. What, what, what's the reason that we do that as human beings? Why do we do that? What's the reason that we sit back and we limit ourselves? What I posted this morning on, on Instagram, Facebook, and all the other social media platforms was a picture. And in the picture, it said, I'd rather have a bunch of OLs rather than a bunch of what ifs. And it really ties well and lends well into the situation where I'm thinking about my son. Because if I had said to him, I want you to make sure that you don't go full bore and don't put it all out there, then what if the coach is looking for that stamina for the first day and be looking for that go-to gung-ho attitude to be able to put them in the spots that that they could really succeed. But instead, they want to be able to see how they react and how they respond to adversity right off the bat. And what if he had sat back and he had said, all right, I'm going to take dad's advice and, and sat back and didn't do the things that I wanted to, that, that, that I wanted to do and went for it and stepped out of my comfort zone? What if that had happened? then maybe he would have regretted it. Maybe he would have looked at me and said, you know, you told me to do this, so now I'm I'm a bench warmer or I'm somebody that doesn't sit there and I don't start or I don't have 
any kind of moment that I can shine with because you told me to take it easy. You told me to not overdo it or not try to go for the go, go for the gold on the first day and outdo yourself or, or 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 overdo it. So what if would be those kind of questions? What if I had gone for it and then the coach would have looked at me a whole lot differently? What if I had gone for it and then I would have felt so different about myself and I would have felt proud of myself and and felt like I had accomplished something. So when he was beaming with pride when he got out of that practice, he looked at my my wife and was like, I, I, I did great today. It was really awesome. I stood firm. There were some kids that had bowed out or weren't feeling up to the to the task of what they had to be able to go to. So he felt really proud of that. Now if I had if he had taken my advice and limited himself and held himself back from achieving the great things that he wanted to achieve, he would have never had that feeling, that euphoric feeling of accomplishment, the euphoric feeling of winning, euphoric feeling of, yeah, I did that. And I think that to tie that back to what I wanted to talk about in the podcast is we do that to ourselves all the time, don't we? How many times have you talked yourself out of something because you're afraid to do it or you're afraid of embarrassment, you're afraid of what the outcome could be, you're afraid of failure, how many times have you gone down something and you failed? And, and so it patterns your brain into thinking that your failure is going to be what the outcome is all the time. And then we convince ourselves not to do it because we're afraid to go and do it. We're afraid of failure. We're afraid of that feeling, that empty feeling that we get whenever we don't succeed at something or whenever we have something that happens to us that we fall and, and we don't, we, we're not able to pick ourselves up right off the bat. And that feeling that we get that we're just sitting around going, oh man, I just don't know how to be able to go through this or get through this or those kind of things. We've all been there. And I think that we pattern ourselves to be protective of ourselves like I was for my son. We do it for us because of the failures that we've we've experienced. Maybe it's because of what our family has experienced in the past. Maybe they've experienced failure in certain areas. And so we don't want to take those huge risky chances because we've had too many people that have failed in those areas. But who's to tell you that you can't accomplish it? Nobody. Nobody can. Listen, the only person that's going to stop you from accomplishing your goals and the things you want to be able to go to is you. And when you limit yourself and you protect yourself and you stay away from taking risks and stepping out there and doing the things that you want to do or trying to accomplish the amazing things that the world has to offer you or go and do and accomplish, whether it's weight loss or whether it's running marathons or whatever it is that you're trying to be able to accomplish, if you don't put one foot in front of the other and step yourself out there, you're never going to be able to accomplish the great things that you want to be able to accomplish because you have to take the first step to go. And the problem is, is we don't go take the first step because we continually tell ourselves, hey, remember how that felt? (laughs) Remember when you failed on that one? Hey, oh, remember when Johnny down the road went for it and he rolled his ankle and then he was out of commission for two or three weeks? Whatever it is, whatever excuse that we find, we tell ourselves those excuses because we're protecting ourselves from, from failure or even embarrassment. I've heard so many people tell me that I don't go to the gym because I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed by the fact that all these other people are there lifting and they're all in perfect shape and here I am overweight or obese and I step in there to go do my lifts or reps or sets or treadmill or whatever else that I'm trying to be able to do and I'm embarrassed so I turn around whenever there's a crowded gym. When you really don't even know that half those people are probably looking at you going, you go for it. You go girl, you go dude, you got this. And they're looking at you going, 
Look at the look at the difference that they're making. Look at the they're stepping one foot in front of the other. And you think that they're looking at you in ways to go, look at that big, huge person. What's what how do they let themselves get to that point? What's wrong with them? That's what you're thinking in your brain. When in all actuality you flip that script, I guarantee you most of those people are looking at you going, Go for it. You got this. Because all those people weren't perfect body shapes just overnight. They took work also. And they know the grind that it takes and they know the effort that it takes and they know that they also had to put one foot in front of the other to get to a point where they felt comfortable of going to do the things that they had to do. And they took the chance and now they're in the zone of accomplishing some of those goals and those things that they wanted to because they stepped outside of their comfort zone and they did the things that they had to do to be able to accomplish the goals that they were shooting for. So when I hear people say, I, I, I'm, I'm in fear of embarrassment or I'm a fear of failure and those kind of things, those are just feelings. Nowhere in those words does it say death or finality. Nowhere. Like I wrote this morning in my blog. It's like that old adage that, that, that people are, are always talking about where what doesn't hurt you doesn't kill you or whatever. If it doesn't kill you, then you keep going, right? Because all they are is just feelings. All they are is just little moments that you might have a little bit of a, an ego hurt or maybe it's a it's an embarrassment. It's okay. It's a, listen. I, I I get those feelings. They don't feel great. They're not. They're not spectacular. I'm not saying that that's what you want to feel the rest of your life, but you got to go through some of that stuff to be able to get to where you want to get to. Nobody said the journey was easy. Nobody. The key to it is is that the one thing that you have control of is what goes on in that skull of yours. Now, whether it's through help that you might be getting, or whether you go to therapy or whatever else, or maybe it's just readjusting your day. And taking a look at things that you can accomplish and the things that you want to be able to do. To be able to control that part of it is really important. Uh, don't mind me, by the way. I've got a little bit of a cold, so I've got the, 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 the raspy voice going and some, um, some stuff going on. So, so taking risk is one thing. A lot of people like to live in that safe environment. They like to live in that place where it, the, the risks doesn't need to be taken and they don't want to be able to put themselves out there. But risks create growth. We've talked about this in previous podcasts and, and before. If you're taking risks and you're stepping out of your comfort zone, you're growing, you're evolving, you're you're moving forward towards the goal that you want to get to. If you sit in the comfort zone of just where you need to be, you're really not going to be accomplishing the real true things that you want to be able to accomplish in life. Everything takes a little bit of risk. Everything takes a little bit of work. You got to grind. You got to keep on moving forward. And if you don't get in the right frame of mind that you need to be able to do, or that you need to be able to have for you to be able to keep moving forward. That's what you got to work on. It's not the actual action of going and doing it or lifting weights or, or walking the mile or whatever those kind of things. It's the frame of mind. It's, your, it's, your, it's the brain work. Those are the things you have to work on. When you get into that negative space, you have to really park there for a second and say, why am I feeling this way and how do I overcome that? And then what can I use moving forward when I get to this space that I'm feeling this way again that I don't have to feel this way again and I can keep moving forward? So taking risks is so important. It's part of growth. It's part of our journey. It's part of what we're going to be able to do to be able to accomplish greatness and to be able to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish in life. So like I said in the, in the image, it said, I'd rather live with a bunch of OLs rather than what ifs. You know, OLs are okay. I made the try. I attempted it. 
I went out there. I put myself out there. Okay, so I fell down a little bit. Now I've got to readjust and I got to keep on moving forward. Maybe the framework of what I was trying to do isn't working this direction. So now I've got to right turn Clyde and be able to go a different direction, but continually pushing myself and my limits to continuing to challenge my thought process and challenge my body's functions and challenge the way that I think about things. I mean, this could be in any walk of life. It doesn't have to be in health. It doesn't have to be in fitness or anything like that. It could be in re- your regular job. It could be your occupation, whatever you're working at. Like if you're trying to become a supervisor or you're trying to be able to become an area manager or whatever it is, and you're trying to put yourself on the right path, but you've been, you've been passed up a couple times, and that feeling does not, does not resonate, right? It's not a great feeling to know that you were passed up for somebody else or somebody else got the job over you or those kind of things. I get that. It doesn't, it, it, it stinks. It, it doesn't feel good. But you got to put yourself out there for you to continue to grow and continue to evolve and continue to say to yourself, okay, so how do I be better? How do I learn from the experience and maybe get the feedback from the interviewer to be able to say, hey, this is the area that I think you need to work on. Okay, great. Put a plan together. Now I can really step out of my comfort zone, challenge myself, and not take it as being something like, oh, you just did it because they, they're they better than me or, or get into that whole defeatist mentality. No, you take it as being a challenge. And then you say, okay, how can I grow from this? How can I evolve? How can I become better? How can I set myself up for future promotions or future leads that I can be able to be put into? If this is the journey that I want to be able to go on professionally and this is the direction I want to move in, then I'm going to work like hell to get there and I'm going to learn from my mistakes and the falls that I have. All of those moments where I have the OLs are okay because they're all learning experiences. But the moments that I have the what ifs, those are the moments where you actually lack. It pulls away from you. If you have a bunch of what ifs, what if I applied for that role? What if I put in for that position, uh, you know, I might have been told no, I might have been this, that, and the other, but what if you didn't get told no? And what if that position did open up and you were more qualified and you did get that position and now you got paid more and you have more responsibility and you're achieving some of your professional goals that you want to be able to accomplish? What if, what ifs are in a lot worse of a place than OLs? If you apply for it and you don't get it, oh, well, okay, you know what I can do? I can learn from that. Oh, well, it hurts a little bit. You know, my ego's hit a little bit. I've got some, you know, issues maybe I got to work through. Maybe I got to work through certain types of documents that I got to be able to do or certain types of reporting that I need to be able to be better at or communication style or whatever it is. Oh, well, you know, it does hurt a little bit, but that's okay. I'm going to learn from it and move forward. Big difference between what ifs and oh wells, right? I, I mean, at the end of the day, you shouldn't be asking yourself, what if I had done something like that? Because we only live once. And we're only on this earth for a short amount of time. We, we, we don't have a lot of time to be able to just fill our whole entire journey with what if, what if I had done this or what if I had done that or, you know, I, I could have been this, I could have been that. All, those, all the words that are just kind of like these pie in the sky moments of what you could accomplish instead of what you can accomplish and what you tried to accomplish and what you tried to put yourself out there for. And then at the end of the day, if you put yourself out there more, then it's not a what I can accomplish. Now it's a what I did accomplish and what I did go for and what I did get to and that promotion that I did get to. And now I'm retired after 20 years of of whatever service that I had that was there that I was able to make impacts on lives and do things that I had to do, all, whatever it is that you're trying to be able to accomplish. You see where I'm going with, with this. Stop living in the space of what ifs. And start getting into more of the OLs and how did I learn from that.
the OLs can be uh, treated in a certain way, right? So we don't want to be in the OL space of, oh, well, uh, I'm just going to keep moving on. No, OLs need to have that caveat on the back end to say, and what did I learn? Oh, well, that did hurt. That did embarrass me a little bit. That did make me fall down. It doesn't feel good. But what did I learn from it and how can I be better? That's the key. That's the key growth moment that you're going to be able to get from an OL, okay? And then lastly is what's the worst that could happen if you put yourself out there? I already referenced it once earlier in this podcast. If you put yourself out there, if you think about it, what's the worst that could happen? You know, unless we're talking about skydiving, right? <laughs> Where you're jumping out of a plane and the parachute doesn't open. And then we know what the finality of that one could be, right? But really, at the end of the day, nine times out of 10, the things that we're trying to stretch ourselves out there and become uncomfortable with and do the things that we're trying to accomplish and stretch our limits and take chances and take risks, whether it's professionally, personally, health wise, anything. What's the worst that could happen if you don't succeed at that moment of where you're at? Like I said, your feelings are hurt. You're, you're, you're a little depressed. You, you feel like you put yourself out there and you failed again. What, what is that? How does that really hurt you? It doesn't. At the end of the day, you might think that it does because it it, it hurts. You, you, your feelings are like maybe you put a lot into it. Maybe you feel like a failure or those kind of things. But at the end of the day, you're still a good person. You're still somebody that's working hard to being to accomplish great things. You're still somebody that people love on the back end. You're still somebody that's the same exact person before you try to put yourself into that project or whatever that is, that goal that you're trying to set for. And you still give back to communities. You're still a loving individual, you're still a great dad, a great mom, you're still a great son, daughter, whatever it is, you still invest in others, whatever it is that you do that are positives, those don't go away. It's not like it erases everything from you because you took a chance and took a risk and you didn't get it. And now you're like, oh, my life is over. No, it's not. That's just it. We think that it's the end of the road for us. It's not. We only, like I said, we only have a short amount of time on the earth to accomplish some of the things that we want to accomplish. So you got to pack it in. You have to really pack it in to be in the fact of set your goals, go for your goals, take those risks, do the things you have to do, and then bounce back quickly if you do fall and fail. Because we're all going to fall and fail. Nothing in life is perfect. Everything that we try to accomplish will come with some sort of failure in the long run. At one point or another, we're going to skin our knee, we're going to fall, we're going to fail. It, 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 it's just what happens, right? I mean, it's life. When we're kids, we do it even more. But then we, but we have parents that are there to protect us. When we're older and we're adults, we don't really have anybody around to protect us, right? So that, that, that skin and that fall feels a little bit worse. And the ego is built up where you've got a body of work that you're trying to build towards. And, and, and it feels a little bit more like, oh, this is really hurtful. And my wife made a great point last night that kids can bounce back quicker, which I get. They can. They can bounce back quicker because they don't have a body of work that they've been trying to build towards. And those falls don't feel so monumental. But it doesn't kill you to try. It doesn't. You may think it does if you fail because it hurts, but just keep moving forward. No matter what, no matter what your goal is, no matter what you're trying to accomplish, keep digging, keep grinding, keep moving forward, keep taking risks because you're worth it. 
You're worth the investment to be able to step back and say to yourself, why does everybody else get these opportunities and I don't? Well, no, they may not get opportunities. They may be taking opportunities and you're just waiting for opportunities to come to you. Go out and grab it. Whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish and nothing, I'm going I'm to say it right now, nothing is too big for you to accomplish. Nothing. You may think if you're making this grand goal of yours to have a Maserati or a Lamborghini or whatever it is. Oh, anything is accomplished. You can accomplish whatever it is you set your mind to. It's just going to take work and time and effort, but that's okay. That's on the back end. Right now, the mindset is I can accomplish whatever I want to. I just got to take risks to get there. It's going to take work for me to be able to do it. It's going to take some failures and some dips and some pitfalls for me to be able to get to the mountain that I want to be able to climb and, and the accomplishments that I want to be able to accomplish. You're a great person. You deserve it. Every single person that's listened to this podcast or that's on this God's green earth deserves greatness and deserves positivity and deserves accomplishment and deserves something. Everyone no matter what walk of life that you're in, everybody deserves something. You just got to go find it. You got to set yourself out there. You got to put yourself out there, take risks, do the things that are necessary for you to accomplish great things. Okay, folks, that's the podcast for today. I feel like it really put me in a good positive mood this morning. So I thank you very much for being my therapy session because it was a Wednesday. And even when I first started this podcast, I had it all lined up of what I wanted to talk about. But now I feel a thousand times better now that I've sat here for the last 30 minutes and talked to you about what my thoughts are around this. Because I'm going to go out today and I'm going to take some risks and I'm going to do some things that I normally wouldn't do. And I'm going to do what it takes for me to achieve great things because you know why? I deserve it. I do. I deserve to have positive things happen to me in my life. And so do you. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973 podcast. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms at Liquid Shano 1973. And if you could do us a favor, pop on over to iTunes and show us some love and leave some feedback there for us. Talk later.